Hey there, everybody. My name is Ian Levenstein, and welcome to Comic Timing Extra Point. This time with Brent. Point. Point. Yeah, uh, after a absolute computer debacle, we're just uh, basically putting this one out into the ether and hoping for the best here and getting as much information as we can and within like a 30-minute period because uh, Mr. Casino is still getting uh, the, the kinks out of his new uh, living space. So he, he's, got, he's got a lot of stuff to do. All the kinks are out. Just having a housewarming party tomorrow, so I got to oh, nice. prep for that. Sweet. Yeah. Well, I wasn't invited. Wait, never mind. I, 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 I <laughs> you live, live, live 3,000 miles away. Right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, well, it's and fine. you live in Brooklyn, which if you lived 200 miles away, I still wouldn't invite you. Because <laughs> you live in Brooklyn. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what do you got no, against no. Brooklyn, man? Come on. Hey, when I flew over it the last time, it didn't look that great. <laughs> well, that's that's because from above you don't see any of the fun stuff, man. It's it's all it's all on the ground level here in Brooklyn. Uh, yeah, you, you don't really see much on the flyover except for uh, you know large expanses of small houses and shit like that. So let's let's get into the nitty gritty of it. Uh, big announcements happened out of Marvel and DC over the last week. We'll start with the uh, the bad stuff first. That would be stuff that came out of uh, D.C. or potentially good. We'll see. Uh, D.C. is moving all operations to Burbank, California. They are shutting down their New York offices entirely. All of the publishing arm is switching to Burbank. Uh, over the next couple of months, they're going to be basically giving people a chance uh, to, to, to decide whether or not they're going to move with the company or take uh, buy by packages and uh, and go from there. Uh, Brent, how do you think this is going to change the day to day at DC? I think it'll make it better. Yeah, you, th- you think? Hopefully, you think it'll be more integrated uh, and uh, less uh, running from one side of the country to the other to try to get I shit ha- done. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Well, one of the things that seems to be going on at DC right now is uh, who are you paying attention to more, Jeff Johns or Dan DiDio? And um, what I'm what I'm hoping is going to wind up happening here is perhaps a smoother delineation between uh you know who you go to to make final decisions on your books and hell maybe that that'll wind up working out better in the in the publishing arm uh in the, in the long run but uh moving out to to Burbank do you think this is going to make it i guess more about the movies and and integration and less about the actual comics i hope it's about all of it <laughs> well I hope so too, man. But like, there have there have been people going out there like, wow, this is just more of a sign that uh, that DC is just slowly but surely oh saying goodbye gosh. to its publication <laughs> shit and everything. I, I, I'm I really like, don't, I don't understand why this is like comic book news, other than you know, like corporations move, mm-hmm. you know, all the time. Yes, they've right. been there forever, but sooner or later, change happens. Right, and sometimes change can be good. Mm-hmm. So I, I really don't understand all the speculation or, or why Newsrama has to go pull comic creators who don't work for DC <laughs> and get their stupid little two cents and, you know, Jimmy Palmiotti and Ron Mars or, oh, DC is fucking uh, 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 awful, 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 blah, 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 wine, 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 bitch, bitch, bitch. Well, Not Jimmy Palmiotti. He writes Batman, Batwing, but, right. you know, it's just it's like, who cares? Like, why? Yeah. Why is this news? Why? Why? I think part of it is the history of it that, like, for years, the publishing arm of the world was New York, and now things are starting to get spread out. But it, that's been the case in the comic book world for years now. Like, like even though the home base has been New York, 
uh, you know, artists and creators live all over the country. There's there's plenty that live don't that don't even live in the United States that They're wind not even up getting based shit done. out of there. So right, where does the home base matter if everybody's spread out in the outfield? Exactly. Yeah, that's that's the way I'm looking at it. Uh, mostly myself. Uh, the only thing that that I would hope that comes out of this is that perhaps DC, due to this change, will wind up going a little bit further towards the digital side of things, uh, and maybe start doing more of the exclusives. I mean, yeah, I mean, yes, I understand that they're that they're doing stuff like that, you know, Batman Beyond and uh, and the uh, the DC uh, Injustice comic and stuff like that. But I, I want to see, I actually want to see a little bit more info. Uh, influence on the digital side perhaps even some of the bigger books maybe coming out first digitally and then in in publication like maybe a couple more of the uh, of the superman or batman or even new 52 titles getting more of a digital push and in, in, in this way but uh, i mean i guess i guess we'll see where everything goes in the end here whether or not uh, they, they wind up going that route mm-hmm. digital is good i'm starting I'm to learn that digital Damn it, man! Your influence on me is starting to spread. Are you are, are you uh, getting more things on your on your tablet? I mean, oh, well, I mean, I've been reading a lot more. It, it's a lot easier for me, like when I'm on a subway, to read things on a tablet and just you know, pull shit up than it is to you know carry seven or seven or eight books with me and and lug those around. Like I, I've been catching up on uh, the Avengers title in particular via digital just because it's easy to just have seven or eight titles right there and then bam, 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 bam it through and read it all out that way like uh and and even the digital collections that uh, marvel's been doing and dc's been going a little bit more towards like hell it's it's a fucking trade paperback right there on your on your freaking tablet right and right. uh what what i have been uh very bad at resisting some of those sales mm-hmm. uh they had a digital collection for the batman ones yeah. uh for the new 52 so i was like okay i've already got these single issues and i was like you know what? I bought those Batman and Robin issues like halfway through, like after the first story arc, mm-hmm. and they had the first arc. Uh, and I think if you put this out today, they I, th- I think it ends on Sunday yeah. uh, of this weekend. These sales, but they have like the first arc, or the trades for all those you know Batman titles from the New Fifty Two for three ninety nine, for four bucks you get six issues. Like you can't go wrong. That's that's pretty amazing. So I grabbed that one, and I grabbed the uh, the Dark Knight for uh, Finch's artwork. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was thinking about Nightwing, and I was like, you know, I, I kind of remember hearing about that, and that wasn't didn't sound like that great of a story, so I skipped that one. But uh, uh, and then Marvel's been had been doing some of that stuff for a while, uh, like the first trade of Fractions run I picked up, the first McGinnis Hulk trade I picked up that way, yep. three ninety nine, three ninety nine. I was like, well, you know, if there's only one here, and it's like an extra book a week or something like that, I was like, I can swing that. Let's do it. Sure. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. And, and most importantly, make the digital cheaper than what you can buy it for on the stands. Because again, yeah. these are these are not physical copies. This is shit that if if Comicsology ever goes bye bye, you know, you're not going to have these comics anymore, more than likely. And that's what people need to remember about digital is that you're it's even though you own it, you don't own it. You know, like it, it's it's one of those things where you only have it as long as the actual uh, company is there to uh, to provide it to you. So don't make it as expensive as a fucking digital. I mean, an, an actual uh, physical copy. You know, yeah. three ninety nine yeah. is not a price point. And I hope they sold a lot of those three ninety nine trades because to me, a trade should be that a trade should be three ninety nine on Comicsology. Yeah. Nice ring Oh, show. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, should be that cheap. It shouldn't be nineteen ninety nine or 
twelve ninety nine or whatever. It should be like four or five bucks. Oh, I entirely Especially agree. if it's yeah. you know two years old, but yep. like these DC books are so old right now. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, and Marvel too. Like, I mean, Marvel at least their their trades that they put out on the on the digital side are at least slightly less than you'll find them uh, on the uh, on the release side. Which yeah. is good, and and for their own digital comics, which again, Marvel doesn't really lower the prices of the digital comics like DC does. Bastards. Yeah, so there's only so much that you can gather from that. Again, this move is something that we can only really theorize about until it actually takes place, and and what happens there, and who goes with them. Because I would not be shocked if people like Bob Wayne. This might be the last we see of Bob Wayne because he's a he's a New York stalwart and he could probably find a job elsewhere as opposed to moving to Burbank at his age. So uh, we we might be seeing some uh, changes on the uh, I guess on the people who have been at DC for a while. But I doubt one of them is going to be Dan Adio because his home is California to begin with. So that's that much is probably going to stay the same. And he's the. Hey. He's, he's he's the he's the biggest guy there anyway. Or as he put it, what was it? Uh, I don't look at it as me going to uh, to the West Coast. I look at it as West Coast coming to Dan Didio. You don't think what Dan Didio is going to West Coast? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. What I'm what I'm saying is I think Dan Didio is going to be one of the ones on the West Coast because he's already a West Coast guy. It, it wouldn't actually be a move for him. Oh. It would be a return home. So that's 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 not going to change. Even if people do want Dan Didio to go bye bye, but you're the internet. We don't, we don't need to listen to you. Yes, you can just listen to my dog bark in this empty house. Yes. Hey, you got a lot more space, man. Hey, there's there's a lot of construction going on, so he he's getting riled up. Nice, nice. You, you gotta have a a designated recording space once everything's all set and done. Uh, I haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> I have a man cave set up. Nice. There will be pictures later on, but uh, Works it is for set me. up. Awesome, but the the laptop is so old and gets so damn hot. I, I don't know if it's going to go up there or not. I haven't figured that out. Well, we'll see about that. Uh, Marvel uh, big announcements out of Marvel this week were on the television side of things. Uh, if you want to call it television, it could be very well be called internet. If you want Netflix to. Vision, yes, four new shows coming to Netflix in 2015, culminating in a miniseries where all four of those shows combined into a Defenders miniseries, Daredevil, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, and Jessica Jones, all coming to Netflix in 13-episode series. I could not be more hyped for this if I tried, man. This this shit. I've been wanting something like this for a while now. Give it to me. Give it to me. I, I, I was like, holy cow. <laughs> like, not just one, not just four, mm-hmm. but, or not just one, not just two, but four. Yeah. TV shows, I was like, wow, they're they're swinging for the fences. And, and they really I, are. Did and I call this or did I call this for Daredevil too? I'm so much better. This is so much better than what Shield has been. Yeah. Lately, honestly, I, you know, Shield. I could see improvement with Shield, but I also see them changing out a bunch of, of the characters in season two because some of them just need to be uh, more diverse. Number one, because I feel like there's way too many white people running around in a in a, uh, in a division like Shield, and two, the actors are so so for the most part. Like they there there's not a chemistry between the uh, the characters like I wanted to see in this in this show. It's it's the Coulson show. That's all it is. Like nobody yeah, else you, is really built. Even Coulson is, still feels flat to me. Like I think Sky is the most developed character out of those, mm-hmm. out of those five or six that are on there. Um, I like the Asian guy, the, uh, the like the straight laced dude. Yeah. And then um, I'm trying to think, 
Yeah, Fitz and Simmons, I could give a shit less about them. And uh, get rid of the Mark Miller voices. I don't want to hear that. Yeah. A nice British accent, but the Irish, it's, oh, sorry. <laughs> well, I don't know. Fitz and Simmons, for me, are the characters that I, I, I actually relate to the most. But that's pro- probably because uh, the other dude is a Captain America stand-in, and Sky is just like the, the you know pixie dream girl that Joss Whedon always has in oh. one of his shows. We finally got some, some uh, TNA from her in the last episode I saw. So I was like, well, I'm sold on this show. <laughs> finally. This last- I can confirm that she's hot. <laughs> That this, was unconfirmed before then. It was kind of like, eh. Yeah, this this last eh. episode that aired this this last week was a good character builder for, for Coulson and some of the others. But it, 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 there's got to be a lot of improvement on the show to actually last. But what we're going to get out of the Netflix show is I feel like they're going to be handcuffed a lot less by the networks. Because ABC, you could tell that they were looking for a show that like absolutely everybody can get into, and like we need to we need to make it a ground floor show. But with something like Daredevil and Iron Fist and Luke Cage, you're getting more into the uh, I guess the Marvel lore than you would with a Shield show. Yeah. So so and most importantly, you could probably curse on these shows because Netflix. You don't have to worry about like it's like it's like HBO. You know, you could put whatever you want on there. Really, like they don't really have a uh, a a rating for a Netflix show that you need to abide by. Yeah. I'm kind of thinking that they're not going to be the PG-ness of S.H.I.E.L.D., but mm-hmm. I don't know that there will be anything that will go for like a hard R, uh, you know, a la the other Netflix series right. like Orange is the New Black and oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, House of Cards. I don't think anybody's going to be running around nude, but, right. you know, if you can say shit and damn and just take it to like the way Sons of Anarchy operates mm-hmm. on FX. Yeah. With you know just whatever their standards are, could they, which is very little, because he shot a person in the head the other week, and he saw the blood splatter on the wall, and I was like, "Wow, this is television." Okay, um, you know, I th- I think that would you know, you get the kingpin involved and stuff, and people are gonna die. Yeah. But I I think that's the kind of the route that they should take it, like a more mature, more you know, everybody can do it. Or uh, rather than like you're not going to let your little kids watch it, and little kids are going to have a hard time finding it, right? Um, if you have your Netflix set up properly, well, kids or something. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, especially if you have that uh, that children's Netflix set up for the kids in particular. But uh, no, it's it's one of those situations where this is going to be a lot more. I feel street level than 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 what we get out of Shield because you know Shield is, uh, or at least they're trying to do like the like espionage type thing or. Uh, or something like that. And with this, you're probably going to get a lot more like this is what the streets of New York and Marvel are like. Uh, and they, they're they calling it Defenders, but I have a feeling it's probably going to be closer to the new Avengers in, in characters. Yeah. And, and uh, once we actually get there. But do you think this is where they're going to premiere Doctor Strange? Um, I'm not sure. Okay. Cause I'm not sure. I, could, I think that will depend on the success of Guardians mm, next summer. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, uh, I think they get a lot riding on Guardians of the Galaxy. They're, nobody knows them. I don't even know them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, people were making a big deal when Iron Man was a, a success because he was a quote-unquote little-known Marvel character. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think you can get even very much more little known than Guardians of the Galaxy right now. Oh or, yeah, you know, Ant Man's a founding Avenger. He's been on some lunchboxes, I'm sure. Right. So he's. I wouldn't really call he's been him the anime series too. Like, but the shitty one back in the '90s, right. and and, right. and the one uh, and the most recent one. So there's that. But um, he, 
in, even in terms of like mainstream Marvel Universe characters, Ant Man's you know one of the ones. Oh yeah, uh, he's in and out of Avengers all the time. But Guardians is like, like holy cow, there that was a huge risk. So I think there's a lot riding on the success of that film. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the budget was, but if they can make you know a nice little pile of money out of that for whatever they made it for. Um, I think that they will have a hit on their hands, and then you'll start to see more risks on the cinematic side instead of a, a Thor two and three and four and five. Um, you know, we'll get to see Doctor Strange or maybe a Black Panther or something like that. Well, I know, especially if the Netflix stuff goes great, then who knows what they'll want to green light for net more Netflix or for um, you know movies and stuff. Right. I, I think this is kind of where the testing ground of uh, you know what works where and you know. That kind of thing. And Kevin Fahey did say in a, mo- in a more recent interview that if these Netflix shows go well for these characters, that you could very well see movies down the line for Daredevil or Jessica Jones or something along that, those lines. Like yeah, maybe- I mean, at, at that point, I wouldn't want to see a movie. Mm-hmm. Like, people were like, oh, you know, there's a the Entourage movie is finally getting made or something. And I'm kind of like, you know, Entourage, yeah, I don't know if that would be a good movie. Yeah. Just like I never watched Sex in the City, but I don't know if those are good movies compared to the series. So, <laughs> I, I, all, all I know is that like, second one was keep, apparently if they're a mess. Be Netflix characters, you know, keep them on Netflix mm-hmm. or keep them on television if that's what it's going to be, uh, because I feel like you get a you get you're already going to get a more developed story and character and things like that mm-hmm. from Thirteen Hours versus just two. But you know, if they want to use them in Avengers two and three or some other team movie, feel free. If those guys are doing that, then. That sounds like a good idea. Right, like but the I Avengers lawyer s- could be da- Daredevil or something like that. Yeah, I, I don't want a solo Daredevil series that's successful to turn into a solo Daredevil movie. Right. I'd rather just make another season two for the same amount of money. On the bright side, Ben Affleck's busy now, so we don't have to worry about him. Yeah, and back he's up. Batman. Great. <laughs> Whatever we'll see about that once once it actually comes out. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to wind up uh, making. Uh, ideas out there that Ben no. Affleck is going to be a bad a bad Batman before we actually see the damn thing. Well, the other thing about uh shit, I thought I was going to say. The other thing about uh about Marvel and Marvel and Netflix, I think I yeah. think what I was going to say. Well, what while yeah, you, what, I would just ahead. say keep them keep them uh keep them successful and keep them cheap and keep making more of them. I'd like to see more. I know they're making a season 2 of House of Cards and Orange is the New Black, but mm-hmm. uh That'll be very interesting to yeah. see how that all that comes out. And we could easily see a season two of, of these shows if they do well enough come Hopefully. 2015. Oh, I know what it was. I don't want to see an origin for Daredevil. Yeah. Or like Luke Cage. You don't really need an origin for Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. You need like a flashback. I was in prison. They shot me with these chemicals. Now my, steel, my skin's rock hard, <laughs> just like my dick. <laughs> hey, Jessica Jones. You know, oh, and yeah. Then, just like you said, fuck, it'd be the first word of that show. Yeah. I oh god man I want I that it. I want I, that so badly to I be the first it. the first word of that show but the uh the other thing I wanted to ask do you want to see established uh actors in these roles or would you rather see newbies You know what I saw I was watching Larry King on Hulu the other day mm-hmm. and Quentin Rampage Jackson was on he was promoting a fight that they canceled anyway and uh mm-hmm. And he's like, I would like to be Luke Cage. And I was like, I could dig that. <laughs> I could dig that. Yeah. A lot better than the Old Spice guy. I, I, think, I think Quentin's got the build more than that Old Spice guy does. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I could go either way on that my, myself. Maybe, 
maybe maybe actors that you know from television already, but not necessarily the movies. Might be right. might be a good idea. Well, here. if if Idris Elba wants to come back and do new Luke Cage, oh dude, I'm down for that too. Yeah, he could be Luke Cage, Black Panther, and Heimdall. My <laughs> God, yeah, and then and then he, they're all in the movies at the same time, and and then you've got like two stunt doubles running around. And, and hey, hey, you could tie it all together. Heimdall's this ancient alien god or whatever. Mm-hmm. He comes down, impregnates a girl in Wakanda, impregnates a girl in uh, New York City back in the day. <laughs> Boom, they both turn out just to look like their father. <laughs> Boom, you've got three Idris Elbas in the Marvel Universe. Bing, bang, boom, done. Man, I, I want I want Terry Crews as Luke Cage. I'm sorry. Part of me just has been on that that particular bandwagon for a while now. If if we don't go with the old Spice guy, because uh, he he just has that look to him. Like he absolutely has a Luke Cage thing going for him. That could him. work. I'm kind of wondering if Terry Crews is getting a little old for. Well, I guess it depends what they do with the show, but I have don't you, know. Have you seen Brooklyn Nine Nine yet? I saw the first episode and I said no, thank you. All right, it it, it actually. There's some pretty good character building on that show. Like you wouldn't expect that from a from a silly, you know, comedy. But I've it, never been an Andy Samberg fan, mm-hmm. so I was kind of like, eh. yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it, it's not his typical show, though. Uh, Andy Samberg, like he actually tones it down a little bit, uh, as opposed to his over the top SNL persona. Well, so, I, I thought that Andre Brower was actually going to be funny, and at least in the pilot, and it, his jokes all fell flat for me. Yeah. Well, or his, you know, they weren't really jokes, but his straight man was never really like that funny. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. if that was the main thing, like this is gonna be worth watching because you've never seen Andre Brower do a comedy. I was like, well, you lost me there. So, oh well. Well, with with this show, with the uh, with the whole Marvel thing in general, um, I think what's important to note here is this is yet another situation where Marvel is getting to something first before dc um specifically with the i guess quote unquote uh i guess direct to digital tv shows like that is a deal that i would love to see dc make whether it's with amazon or whether it's with netflix or hell even hulu like i i would this this hour man tv show that that this that is now theorized to be coming out i feel would work really well in a digital space you know, not necessarily on CW, like get something that's a little bit more edgy that you could put on a either a pay cable network or something like Netflix or, or Hulu or Amazon. Yeah, I kind of don't know how the pill popping superhero is going to be be able to be on a main network. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that entirely like that because I don't want to see them water, water down the character at all. Like and yes, I know that there have been multiple takes of Our Man over the years, but I, I'd, I'd love to see something where he's battling the addiction of the of the medication while going out there and trying to save some lives. Oh, oh so this isn't going to be the Android from the Future version because I was really hoping for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be sweet, but no. Dang now, it! Yeah, we're probably gonna have to wait for Vision to see an Android running around in the in the uh, in the comics in in uh, in film or whatever. But no, it, it's. <sighs> For that matter, do you think it's even going to happen? Like the it might, it might. Arrow has been a huge success. Uh, that's the way they make it seem like. Mm-hmm. In Arrow, the whole first season, he kills people. Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck is this, man?" <laughs> Arrow was killing people. Yeah, and of course, this season begins, and he takes a vow never to kill again. And I was like, 
<sighs> well, that's okay. because he's not the hood anymore. Okay. He doesn't want to be the hood anymore. Okay. <laughs> he wants that's to- fine. Okay. Yeah. But he still shoots people in the shoulder. I was like, okay. <laughs> they're, they're going places with this. This ain't pussy-footed Clark Kent. I can't ask out Lana Lang. Yeah. Oh, I could only have sex with Lana when the one time she has superpowers because that's when we broke the bed because <laughs> I don't want to break her. God, man. And Arrow, Arrow's been doing it for me a lot more than Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has been doing it for me because... Oh, by far. Well, because one of the things that Arrow is doing, which I hope these Netflix Marvel shows is going to do, is they're not afraid to use the pre-established DC characters in one way or the other here. And what that's not what we're getting from S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, they're doing their best to avoid that and bring in characters that at least maybe resemble something. Like, like that, uh, that fire... Asian dude was so obviously a take on on uh, on, uh, on 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 a, mu- on a particular mutant that we might be familiar from, um, but they, oh, um, yeah, yeah, like like that that much that much was they were probably going for there, but they had to use extremists because they couldn't use mutants and they couldn't give him a name because he died. right. So it, it, it's it's one of those situations where they're 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 not really. I guess, like, they're doing their best to avoid using characters just in case they decide to use them in the movies. I'm like, that's not the way to go, man. Like, if you want this shit to be, you know, congruent with what you're going to wind up doing in the movies, you can introduce them on the show first. It's fine. You know, like and th- they need it seems like they're trying to develop like a antagonist for them that's ongoing. Mm-hmm. But it's like the stupid centipede. And I was like, just it's Hydra. <laughs> we already had Hydra. Yeah, I know. But hey, at least we're getting Victoria Hand next week. That would be interesting. Yeah, no, it, it, and actually, it's going to be—it's cool that they're doing ramifications of Thor on the show this fast. That will be, yeah. That's I'm excited to see that. Yeah, and that's why everybody's going to be like, you know, you gotta go see Thor this weekend because Agents of Shield is going to tie in. It's going to spoil the whole movie. I don't think it's going to spoil the whole movie, man. And it probably just going to be so, cleaning man. up. Yeah. But speaking of, yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. But you. Did you see it last night? Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay, and uh, non-spoiler impressions. Non-spoiler impressions. This was the Thor movie that I wanted to see. Um, I I enjoyed the first one a lot, but it was more of a, I guess, a lead-in to Avengers. Like, as Honest Trailers put it, it's like the movie that only exists so that you can introduce that other guy to the Avengers. You know, it's like... (laughs) It's like, hey, there's Thor. Wow, yeah, all right. So this is his thing. This is what he does. Cool, awesome. Let's get to the Avengers. Good times. Um, with Thor: The Dark World, it manages to do a very good job. Like it's actually the opposite of the first one because like the first one was a lot more based on Earth, and you only saw Asgard a little bit. This one was much more Asgard with a with significantly less Earth, and it worked for it. Like Jane, uh, I mean, again, this is non spoil This is just basic plot points here, but like you know, Jane winds up in Asgard at one point, and uh, and you get to see uh, what it looks, what basically what Asgard looks like through the eyes of a of a human, which is pretty cool. And they do their best to try and make this a more light and fun movie. Like it's, it has its serious moments and. Yes, there are some things that happen in this movie which will have ramifications to Thor's mythos later on in future films and probably in the Avengers. But there's a lot of humor in this movie that I wasn't expecting going in, and I was glad it was there when I saw it. Because 
you know as well as I do, Brent, Thor is hard to take seriously. Like that freaking mythos, man. Like it, it's it's if you try to go in there one hundred percent serious, mm-hmm. you're probably gonna fail. How was uh, Chuck? Chuck Chuck was good, and like you didn't even really notice the uh, the change in actor. Like he looks enough like the original dude, uh, where where it makes uh, it it really doesn't really detract from it. Like it wasn't like when you switch from Don Cheadle uh in 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 iron man you know like mm-hmm. he looked enough like the original was fine and he had a lot more lines in this one than he did in the cool. in the first one so that worked uh heimdall cool, cool, cool. does a lot more in this movie than he did in the first one which i was thrilled with because you know idris elba wing. underneath his helmet is it a white man no 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 he's he's, he's still black <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe he would like take his helmet off and then there'd just be like long flowing like red locks of hair and just like shake it out like a shampoo commercial. She'd be like, hello, hello, Thor. And just be like, just the randomest shit ever. Look at your man. Now back to me. Now back That's to right. your man. Now That's back right. to me. Um, and let's see what else that I can really say about this that uh, that wouldn't really spoil. Oh, uh, Eccleston does a very good job as a, as a villain. Um, okay. I haven't seen the G.I. Joe movies, but I assume he's better here than he was there. <laughs> directing. Uh, direct- Taylor, Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. No, dude. Uh, the the fighting scenes in this, you could tell it's a Game of Thrones director. Like, they do a very good job of keeping things moving fast, paced, and uh, there's, there's very little. In fact, yeah, there's very few f- slow moments in this entire movie. Like, everything's bam, 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 which I liked because uh, the first one... You had some action going, but it was a very slow-paced movie in general. Excellent. I thought The Avengers was kind of slow in the beginning. Mm. It took us a little while to get there. Yeah. Like, I I I really do think The Avengers is, like, 20 minutes too long, and it's a a two-and-a-half-hour film. Yeah. uh, I'm hoping Avengers 2 is, like, two hours tops. It's not not Dark Knight Returns. I mean, sorry, Dark Knight Rises or anything like that, or or The Dark Knight for me, which I feel, you know, went a little bit too long, Avengers. Like, I'm, I'm... I'm perfectly okay with the length of Avengers, but I can understand if you're not. With Thor Dark World, this movie is like a solid like two hours and five minutes, two hours, ten minutes. It's absolutely the length that it should be. And the end scene, the first end scene, I want to know what you think about it once you see it because well, I was perfectly – I'm assuming one it. is Guardians, right? Uh, yes, Guardians-esque. Okay. Uh, and, and I'm not, I'm not spoiling mm-hmm. anything about it at all. There, but uh, you get you get to see somebody for the first time. I'm not saying who, and okay. and it, okay. it adds to the overall. I have not mythos. stayed any. I have not s- seen anything unlike Avengers where I spoiled myself. I was like, good, I can do that. That's good because it, it helped too. Like one of the best things about seeing this movie yesterday was the nerd crowd was definitely there. So mm-hmm. like just about everybody knew what was going on. Uh, in that last scene like and, and when there's a certain thing is said in there and we got a huge pop from the entire room like and it was absolutely worth it and that final scene because yeah see it's wait all the way through the uh the credits because there's a there's a mid credit scene and then there's an end credit scene and and the end credit scene at the same time it's like you're, you go from going oh to then laughing hysterically because there's a there's a special coda in there which which works great for the film so yeah I was absolutely thrilled with it. Better than the first one for me. Um, probably has me more jazzed for Guardians than I was before this, and I was already jazzed for Guardians. So yeah, I'm I'm ready to go, man. I'm ready to see okay. more. Well, will I know who the character is for this pop? 
You might, but it's not about the character. It's about what the character says. Okay. Will I have to do some explaining to my wife? You might, but you also might not. I don't know. It depends. Honestly, I, I like if I say too much, then I'll be spoiling. Okay. But, okay. But yeah, because um, I, I, I had to do that with 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 Thanos. Then, and like, then in that case, who's the yes. purple guy? Yeah. And I was like, he's a big villain. Yeah. And it was like, okay. In that case, you probably will have to explain ever so slightly, but it's a lot less explaining here if you already explained Thanos. So I'll, I'll just Alrighty. I'll just throw that away. And they do they do name check the character that I'm talking about in this in this sequence. So it's not like you're gonna have to guess who it was or something. Um, mm-hmm. And what else? There was one other thing I wanted to bring up. Oh yeah, uh, Tom Hiddleston, you are my hero. Like holy shit, you absolutely steal every single scene that you're in, and that continues to happen in Thor. It's it's great. And there's some really emotional scenes in this movie that Hiddleston. 100% pulls off and so and so does uh and so does Thor for that matter um you know it it, it it's it's a damn good movie it, you'll enjoy it and i want to know your thoughts once you see it all right i will let you know sweet i will give it three and a half hammers out of five which is good because i think i gave the first one three out of five so that's that's right out there for me um and that's about it Oh, 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 uh, two things real quick. Uh, what did you think about the Winter Soldier trailer, and what did you think about Days of Future Past? Days of Future Past, I was kind of like, ho-hum. Uh, didn't show much other than people's faces, but that was, it was cool enough. Yeah. Uh, Winter Soldier trailer, I did like very, very much. Oh, yeah. Um, I was kind of disappointed that they didn't make a point of the fact that the Winter Soldier was the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. He was very... And I'm assuming in the second trailer they'll re- rectify this, but you know he was very low key for the movie being called the Winter Soldier. Right. It's like you have Avengers Ultron movie, but you don't show Ultron <laughs> at all in the first trailer. Yeah. But uh, no, I thought it was good. Um, I really did like the very beginning how they just set up that kind of Avengersy tone, like you know, hey, we're gonna have some fun here. It it made me hopeful that the whole movie's not gonna be uh, this long plotting like thriller movie or whatever yeah. that it's going to be like the first cat movie there's going to be jokes and stuff and he was like didn't have the time I was well, busy well my entire did he not have a parachute no he didn't you know yes. that kind of thought i like that my entire barbershop quartet is dead so uh no <laughs> <laughs> i want to see him in a barbershop quartet i want to make that shit happen man like i want that as a deleted scene or something i just want to the see next him one shot it. if you oh, can get him to do it there you go oh for that matter Big rumors going out there about about one shots, specifically with Mandarin. Like, there's a huge, huge ass rumor going out there that we're gonna see kind of a, a guess a correction, a course correction after Iron Man three. That there might actually be a real Mandarin out there somewhere. And I don't, I don't care. I don't care either. I like, don't care. I'd rather. I think Downey's done with the Iron Man movies, so yeah. well, why? Why I bother? I know. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm going too. Like I was perfectly okay with the whole Iron Man three twist, and you know what? It's been long enough. Screw it. Like Trevor worked for me. We talked about it on the show before, so I'm I'd be perfectly okay with that. But uh, you know, rumors are swollen out there. My take on the on the trailers, Winter Soldier, like Brubaker is going to be very happy with this movie when it comes out because it looks like they're coming pretty close. I think he's already said that he's like read the script and was very happy. Good. Yeah, uh, well, and, and I know he helped out on the on the actual uh, process a little bit. 
uh, similar to what Bendis did uh, when when he was working with him. Uh, for for both Avengers and uh, and Iron Man, I know Bendis helped out with a little bit, but no, I, the, everything was great there. The Falcon showing up the way he does in the trailer, like that, had a huge pop in my movie theater. And when I watched it for the first time, I'm like, hell yeah, that should be badass. Uh, it looks like we're gonna get more Scarlet Witch. Uh, sorry, not Scarlet Witch, uh, Black Widow in this than we got actually probably in the Avengers movie, which is fine by me. And uh, yeah, overall story looks like it's gonna follow that. I'm calling it now, by the way. Robert Redford's character is Red Skull. Oh. Yeah. I'm absolutely calling that now. Because it just, it feels like that is where they're heading with this in one way or the other. And it would be resembling, remember Jeff John's Avengers arc? No. Okay. Uh, this was right before Bendis took over. There was a, basically a fear toxin episode. I They did this on Avengers Earth, Earth's Mightiest Heroes too, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, where Red Skull was masquerading as a politician, and he winds up actually just causing an entire like fear thing to go go along, um, in in uh, in this town, and like shit shit hits the fan. Basically, um, I would not be shocked if if Redford is Red Skull infiltrating the uh, the U.S. government. Calling it now. Very interesting. Yep. It's too bad that uh, what's his face is done with Red Skull. Oh, yeah. Hugo Weaving, Mm because I really liked him. Yeah, I know. But what if he's not? That's all I'm saying. Yeah. What if he's not? Because that would be the biggest turn in, 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 you know, around right now. And Days of Future Past, I like like the basic setup of this. It looks like we're going to get both casts involved as much as as the other in in the movie itself. So I'm 100% down for that. And, uh, yeah, no, it it looks like it's going to be the X-Men movie that we should have gotten the next three. You know, Brian yep. Brian Singer directing it and just with Sentinels. With Sentinels, yes. Yes. Not just the head. <laughs> God, that was such a freaking cop out. Oh, I went to see Waiting for Godot with uh, Magneto and Professor Xavier. I saw that. Yeah. That was oh my God, dude. Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen in person, like that made my year just about like they they are such good actors especially on stage and they 100% steal the show with the, along with Billy Crudup for that matter like he's he's a terrific actor himself and the, the did he the, take out his large blue penis no he did not uh, this time around he, he he kept his blue penis in his pants which is good um for the character he was playing that would have been a little awkward uh however probably would have been uh, accurate with the character too, but whatever. Uh, yeah, Waiting for Godot was great, and I 100% thrilled that I saw that. And uh, was there I, anybody in that cast who wasn't in a superhero film? Yes, one of them. I I can't think of his name offhand, but he's a he's a longtime stage actor that's usually in musicals that uh, that played one of the characters in Waiting for Godot, or Gado as they said at all movies. So I guess I'll believe him on that. Gado, Gado, boom. Uh, anything else you want to bring up, sir? That is all. Fantastic. This has been a Comic Timing Extra Point brought to you by Discount Comic Book Service, dcbservice.com. Use the promo code CT8 to get an additional 8% off on your first order with DCBS. Whole bunch of 50% off trades from Marvel and DC. And they have image bundles, and they have Valiant bundles, and they have Vertigo bundles, and they have bundle bundles. Everything you can find at... Bundle bundles! Bundle bundles at Discount Comic Book Service. Do yourself a favor and check that out. Anything upcoming for you, Brent, we should know about? Nope. All right. Awesome. Well, if you do get together to put something out, uh, we'll all know about it when it happens. Yes, you will. 
And I am going to be in Tokyo for uh, the next week. Uh, Probably by the time this is out, I will either be there or about to be there. I'm leaving on the 12th and heading back on the 19th, and I will probably have some stories to share about that because I'm going to be checking out some manga joints and, uh, you know, just basically enjoying the fact that I'm overseas for the first time in my life. So, yeah. Wow, first time. Yep. Never, never even been to Canada or Mexico, man. So this is going to be freaking sweet. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going all out there. Fifteen hours on a plane for my first flight out of the U.S. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I have the. Well, uh, good luck, sir. Thank you. I have the World War Z uh, audio book ready to roll. So that, okay. that should I have be nothing to say other than good luck. Yeah. Um, uh, neck pillow. Mm-hmm. Face mask for yeah. sleeping. Okay. Um. And uh, headphones, I think, would be all right. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely. The stretching part is is the toughest part. Oh but... yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll definitely be. Uh, I don't know if I'll have a face mask, but I'll definitely have, probably have a neck pillow and headphones. So uh, that'll probably work for me. And I'm I'm good at just shutting my eyes and dozing off. So hopefully, Lucky I'll get I'll at least get a few four or five hours. Shove Chris to the side. Don't that shoulder <laughs> shit does not work. Oh, it's nice for her, but it's not nice for you. Please, she doesn't she doesn't pull shit like that. If if Chris wants to sleep, she sleeps. That's it, you know. Like, she, and she she is better at being out like a light immediately than I will ever be. So she's probably gonna wind up sleeping like eight out of the twelve or uh, that we're on that flight, and I'm just gonna be yeah. So good times for all. And uh, the email address for comic timing is comic timing at gmail Don't forget to check out the forums uh, for Comic Geek Speak because we like promoting them, and they're not dead. So thecomicforums.com and all hail Jamie D, our new overlord at comicgeekspeak.com. Proud members of the Comics Podcast Network over at comicspodcast.com. League of Comic Book Podcasts at comicbooknoise.com slash league. Facebook.com slash comic timing for all of your comic timing stuff. And uh, that's about it. Oh, iTunes reviews if you really, really want to. So for Casina... For me, I'm Ian Levisee, reminding everybody out there that there's always time for comics. Point. <laughs>